The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Many of Jesus' disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the ones who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As some of you know, I'm a religious in the congregation of the Oblites of the Virgin Mary. We have houses in nine countries. Now, one person supervises and manages all of these houses and all of these people, the rector major. The rector major in our order is Father David Nagorski. Now, before he was ordained, before he became a priest, before he went into the seminary, before he even had a thought about even becoming a priest, just after high school, he invited me over to his house for dinner. We go way back. When I got there, his friend was there. When I saw his friend's face and heard his speech, I realized that he was different. He was handicapped. Anyway, we went to the table and sat down, and Dave's mom cooked buffalo wings. I never had buffalo wings before, but they are hot, and I'm not used to hot food. So it's already dripping with the hot sauce on it, and then you dip it in the blue cheese dressing to cool it down, and it's a, it's a really messy operation. Anyway, it was dripping everywhere, and, and I looked up, and I saw David's friend, and he didn't look different anymore. He looked just like me. He was a big mess. So I started to laugh, and he laughed, and... Then we took pictures, and then we celebrated. And after a couple of wings, I discovered that he was one of the kindest, most humble, happiest, fun person to be with that I've ever met. That was a long time ago. And still, every so often, he comes up to visit, and he's like a celebrity. Everyone really likes this guy. 
It is not because of his appearance or his shell. This is inside. He's got a great treasure inside. Now I say that because one time Paul wrote to the Corinthians, he says, you are earthen vessels. Now if he was talking to us today, he would say that you are Tupperware. And in this cheap plastic container is a treasure that transforms you and makes you who you are. One time I was in the church and a gentleman, somebody came in and unruly. He was bothering all the worshipers, belligerent. The only way I could handle the situation is I called the police. You never know what's going to walk in the doors. Anyway, when I made the phone call, it was around the time when they were having the riots and the protests against police brutality. Anyway, two officers showed up. They came in. They were very pleasant, very nice, very professional, handled the situation, and assured me that they were going to take care of him, who was a little bit out of his mind at the moment. Anyway, when they left... I thought to myself, gee, you know, I'm really glad they woke up in the morning, put on their uniform, despite all the negativity and all the things that are going on around them. And the reason why they did, because they believe in who they are. They believe in the service that they're giving. They believe in something about themselves, despite the fact that there is all the negative going on around them. When I was in grammar school, my mother pulled me aside. She said, Peter... Been kind of withdrawn, been kind of quiet, been isolated. You're not happy like you used to be, having fun with your brothers and helping me around the house doing all the chores. I miss the old Peter. I want the old Peter back. Where is he? And I leveled with my mother. He says, "Mom, I, my best friend betrayed me. He made fun of me in front of all my classmates." My mother says, oh, you know what he's doing right now? He's probably in the mall having pizza, having a really good time, and here you are sitting here miserable. And then she told me this. I never forgot it. She said, Peter, don't let anyone, anyone rob you of your goodness. You don't let anyone take away the great things that you have inside of you. In the gospel, Peter was standing there watching all the disciples, the followers of Jesus, walk away. Think about that for a minute. That must have been hard. That must have been a very difficult... These were his friends. These were his, these are, these are his classmates in the school of Jesus. And they're walking away. And the Lord turned to Peter and said, Well, you'll leave me also? And Peter said, Lord, where else am I going to go? You have the words of everlasting life. In other words, what he was saying, he says, Lord, your words are my treasure. Your words transform me. Your words inside of me make me who I am and what I believe. And no one, no one is going to take that away. You know, bad stuff happens. <laughs> It happens, we all know. 
Sometimes you get a bad boss, sometimes you get bad leaders, sometimes bad people, bad publicity, bad, bad things. But remember this thing. Your treasure is never out there. It's inside. And no one can take that away.